I'm glad we're hanging out. Yeah, yeah. You always say, like, like I always learn a lot. Or I'm saying always, you only hang out one time. But I feel like even today, I've already learned. I've already oh, no, no, I'm... new things from you that I didn't <laughs> know before. Oh, no, no. I'm like, like, like about the color of clothing. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's... Color is so important. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. it's true. Did you yeah. guys ever see that, that movie? Um, oh, it was like a, it was a, one of those spoof movies, like Best in Show. Like yes. I never saw it, but I, yeah. it's like a classic. I need to. Yeah, there was one where it was about folk musicians. It was called A Mighty Wind. Oh, um, yeah. It was like all these people doing a reunion show, like who were around in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But um, there was like a group of witches that were like, we. it was um, Jane Lynch. And she was like, oh. we are... We we are witches in <laughs> uniting color. Wink. <laughs> and they're they all like they're chanting about color. Indigo violet. <laughs> I need to watch that again. I need to yeah. watch that. I've never seen it, but I heard it's so funny. Yeah, you would love that because it's like reality TV, like the Christopher Guest type, yeah. where there's like a mockumentary though, where it's like yeah, blending the yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like real life. Like they're so good at. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did you start recording already? Yeah, we're. Oh, we're oh hell yeah! I'm sorry. I realized I was sitting so far back from the microphone, then I was like, oh, I bet he already started recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough like line of like, do I tell them or you know, when, yeah. do I, when do I tell them? It's always good to get a little bit natural. Consent. Oh, oh. what? <laughs> different artistic visions. <laughs> make that line in different places oh. <laughs> i was gonna tell you at some point <laughs> um well like while i was sitting over here like minding my own business or whatever i realized i have a lot of topics from this week yeah yes. i've had a lot of very um like a lot of coincidences with my air quotes <laughs> or maybe i just noticed them more this past week because i was thinking more i don't know yeah and you had a, an experience this week too jordan and then we have our guest on that we need to introduce as well. So we're just going to have a lot to get into. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, without further ado, let's, uh, you know, it's been so good to, to I know this, I said without further ado, but it's a little bit ado um, building up. Uh, I was just thinking you were saying it's so good to talk to Sam, um, you know, who knows about different things. It's been really cool to talk to a few different people. Yeah. You know, yes. Have different different focuses in their interests and experience and stuff like that and see where we overlap and then see where we can complement each other expose ourselves to yes because i you can read as many books as you want or on like the subject matter but then sometimes i'll hear you articulate something in a different way and it just adds a little bit more color to that concept i already kind of read about but (laughs) you know what i mean that's beautiful like that's really interesting (laughs) how like we can kind of like fit pieces or like connect dots or like fit puzzle pieces together where I'm like, oh, I grok that even more yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Do you ever feel that way about, especially this type of like esoteric stuff? I feel like it's so dense. Like it does take a long time to like make it all make sense. So it's helpful to have someone to like add that extra color to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. where there's always the teacher and the student. You need to like talk it out with people to really grok it. <laughs> I'm just infusing yeah. the word grok into history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes like I'll just be like doing something now, like in the middle of like and I'll just be like grok like <laughs> I feel like I it's almost easy to work into my vocabulary now. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, sometimes I, I like 
it's kind of like the difference between um, knowledge and wisdom or something like that. You know how I've heard people say like, like you can know something, but to actually take it that step further, like you can know lots of stuff, but be kind of dumb in a sense. Like, but it's like, what do you do with that knowledge? Is kind of the wisdom part of it. So yeah. that's kind of the the difference to me of what grok means is like when you really grok something it's like a little bit know that more more than just knowing something it's like yeah i know i know that but have i really understood it um so that's kind of where grok falls into my mind it's like have i really grokked it means like to really understand rather than just know yeah like i know that but do i really understand it oh my god yeah. and i feel like that's sort of somewhat adjacent or like connected to the whole perspective thing of like reincarnation and stuff and having to like get every single perspective. Have you heard about that? Yeah. You know, and stuff yeah. like, I don't know why grok. Cause you're not just like learning at surface level, like to grok it, you have to really understand that perspective or that concept or something. It's yeah. kind of similar in a way, in a way. Right. Right. Like, um, I, I was reading like some poetry from like, basically like the Gaelic times or something about like Taliesin or like Merlin, where he was just talking about like, I've been, you know, a bird, I've been a rock, I've been a butterfly. A rock. Been, like... That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's actually... Sorry, like... keep going. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, and, um, uh, like in Dolores Cannon, I think you guys were talking about her, uh, but, but she was just saying like that some people reincarnate as like animals and like, this is like Eddie's like final stage before he can become human in the next life. That's what Jordan like, was teaching me one time. And I, ever since he's told me that theory, I think about it all the time <laughs> because Eddie's learning more and more words. Like, <laughs> and he's only two and a half, like he's almost three, <laughs> but like, I think he's just going to keep getting more and more smart and just grokking more and more until he's <laughs> practically a human. Yes. And then he will get reincarnated into a human. You say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like that's what Dolores Cannon says. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Dolores Cannon at some point. The three waves of volunteers, or I can't remember what exactly you brought up about her. Did I find a video of her on TikTok or something? Yeah. I fucking love. And she was like, she was like, dreams. You know, you go there every night, every night, and then you forget when you wake up in the morning. You forget, but we go there every night. And I was like, yeah. she's freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> we go there every night. Like we we go back to the all every night, and then we forget about it every morning it like freaked me out and then she was like there's no heaven and hell (laughs) i liked her is she alive no Uh, no no. oh okay (laughs) no problem yes yes that's awesome oh my god sorry my dehumidifier is like leaking Well, let's take that yeah. opportunity to go ahead and introduce our guest, oh. yeah. Samantha Kelly. What's up? <laughs> From Info Warlocks yes, podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. And yeah, it's like just thank you. Like I'm. I'm. I was a fan from fucking the first time like I, I saw it, I was like yes like you have no idea like how excited I was too like when I saw like your guys episode um on LFTS I was like thank you Jesus like oh my god that's <laughs> or, thank so you, nice Rock. like yeah I get like as excited now from like local podcasts and my friends hearing what they have to share as I used to for like Joe Rogan now I barely ever even listen to national podcasts anymore huh that's so interesting yeah yeah because i really do love that we are like joining this little baltimore podcast scene and there's like it's like a little universe like it's like (laughs) i think of it as my own little reality show we're like we're like an ensemble cast yeah um 
you guys were like we're talking a lot about like the fool's journey kind of and it feels like it's like part of like yeah why not live life kind of like like a journey or like a story like Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think everyone should have main character syndrome like in, in their own life as long as you know like other people aren't like NPCs like <laughs> yes that's solipsism or something right yeah. <laughs> how do you pronounce that that's right did I get that correct yeah <laughs> we do and that's what we don't want right right <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, because you guys are real, right? <laughs> yeah. Can I you, think. Yeah. Can you prove it to me somehow? <laughs> I can bleed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm on my period now. But, uh, <laughs> I thought I was a new moon period girl, but apparently I'm a full moon. But yeah. My friend Kelsey told me that, that I was, me and her were both born on full moons. Whoa. And she thinks that's why we're so connected. What do you think about that? That's awesome. Do you think um, that's true? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm afraid of like getting started on the moon right now, but I mean, I still love the moon. But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, yes, yeah, now that's, yeah. If you guys got on the moon, we wouldn't finish this podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. Like, uh, I can't really get into the moon right now. Um. <laughs> Alex, what, how did you feel like bringing up? that stuff on on live from the studio like when uh like say like i feel like it was only the past couple times you were on live from the <laughs> studio recently that you were like like you're it seemed but like i just you started been... acting out in that way <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like you were primed to talk about stuff you're like and the anunnaki I think actually <laughs> you think i seemed primed it seems like you wanted to talk about that. <laughs> maybe i don't know i didn't plan on it but i think I've just been getting so immersed in it lately that I just like couldn't help but just you know I always have my elevator speeches at any given time like my to- my talking points that I'm saying to everybody who I interact with you know what I mean I guess I was just into it that at the time But like how do you maintain like a decent job and then still like be ready to like drop the Anunnaki at like any given moment like cause that's the balance that I can't find I know I know that's why I need to not let it get too much in my head because I don't want to get delusional and like not take care of my daily responsibilities like my dog <laughs> like he is real yeah yeah <laughs> he's not an NPC yeah actually as a matter of fact he has a soul yes <laughs> and I heard that everything has a soul <laughs> even like a rock actually <laughs> <laughs> i feel like for me or for some people it can be maybe an unhealthy kind of escapism but for me it, it has felt like a little bit of like it makes me feel more free sometimes um like us outside of my regular life i'm like if because because you know how like i told you my my work life sometimes feels like uh saturnian uh, like in yeah. how it's like nine to five you know mm-hmm. like my dad my my boss is kind of like my dad a little bit like, <laughs> he's kind of like a father figure uh, that's nice <laughs> <laughs> like in how he's an authority it's like i have to yield to him but he is nice but you know it's just like it's very structured and stuff like that where i might feel more i would love to be a little bit more free in life so i feel like sometimes when i've been more constricted by work dabbling in these ideas actually because it's like kind of what i like to watch as opposed to just tv and movies and stuff i kind of like to watch youtube and stuff which is like 
less produced, but it's real people talking about interesting things. Right, right. So it's a little bit my escape or like my feeling more free as opposed like outside of my more constricting life that I have to do the work and stuff. You know, like, yeah, some of the crazy out there stuff, I do have to be careful because I am very impressionable. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but most of the alchemy stuff that I read, I actually just find it inspiring to yeah. um, succeed at work, like to succeed in my nine to five job, because like, I am lucky, like I do like my job and like, it's some, it's creative in some ways. And like, it, it gives me like drive sometimes to be like, oh, what if I could like be like a rock star on this one project at work or like, or it'll inspire me to like start my other creative entrepreneurial hobbies, like my comic book that I'm going to make one day that I never start yes. or like, you know, stuff like that. Like, so I don't think it like infects my brain in a bad way. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 70, 30, maybe. <laughs> it's hard to tell at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I, I don't want to like ramble like on about it, but it's like the difference. I, I, I love to do like, um, I love researching witchcraft. I love like the persona, the archetype of a witch, but like in my own practice, like alchemy is actually, I think like the true like source of like magic rather than just like these like lower kind of witchcraft energies. Mm-hmm. Like alchemy can be anything you want it to be. Alchemy can be Christian. It can be mm-hmm. like all all kinds of different things. It's not necessarily like yeah. I think of it almost as like facing problems head on and then just like having to push through them. Like you can't avoid it. You can't like hide from your problems. You just have to like face it and go through it. Yeah. And then you're always like stronger on the other end. And I feel like that's what it's gonna be like at the end of our lives too. We're gonna be like oh fuck i just did all that alchemy <laughs> shit like <laughs> and then but like you're gonna have to go through it first though that's why i think it's so hard for people to grok it because like you do have to go through it to grok it the whole yeah. alchemy and all that like the whole like um spiritual alchemy and whatever gold turning into gold or whatever one day <laughs> whatever right. that means right like um i will like, what do you feel like is an instance lately where you feel like you've transformed something in your life that was, like, a negative into a positive? Oh, shit. Do you have any ideas, Jordan? Um, I think uh, sometimes I just, I'll just catch myself that I'm, like, I am just focusing. I don't know if this is really alchemy, but, like, mm-hmm. I am just focusing on the things I need to get done or whatever, or even just the way I frame something. Like, I need to do this. I, I have to go to the store, whatever. You could always kind of bring in um, gratitude. Like, mm. if maybe you can compare yourself to somebody else's story or something, like, they're dealing with a situation that's, like, more stressful than yours, then sometimes that gives you perspective, and you're like, let me just be grateful for these things. Yes. Um, or just, yeah, reframing, like, can I just... Like, because you can always focus on the negative things, or like not to just put it in black and white but sometimes you can say let me see if i'm am i just focusing on the negative things and like even transforming something in my mind that might have been a different way like i'm so embarrassed about how i came across but maybe to that other person they're not thinking any of that stuff so it's like i'm making something in my mind to be something different than it actually is yeah yeah that's beautiful like that's a really good way of using it in like an everyday yeah mentalism exactly (laughs) So Sam, has your like magical focus changed? It seemed like you like say three or four years ago, you've always been into like tarot and stuff like that. Have you like 
kind of grokked a different level of like <laughs> yes. understanding like and i feel like again like it's, it's like synchronicity but it's just like listening to like your guys podcast and the more like the all of one type or law of one type of energy um it just coalesced with me like starting to take like mushrooms and certain psychedelics and i had like a really significant trip a couple weeks ago and hmm. it really uh helped me tap into like source like energy and um let, let's just put it this way like i'm i love alchemy but i'm done going into the underworld and back i feel oh. like like symbolically in my lifetime and time again i've constantly and into the underworld and back like and i'm done with that like i don't mind like being a torchbearer or like helping people get through their own underworld but it's like i'm i'm yeah <laughs> i i'm not sure if that like makes sense but it's like i don't want to be like light and dark anymore i just want to be work with the light mm-hmm. <laughs> and um but don't get me wrong like the shadows and the darkness are still fucking cool like, <laughs> <laughs> and um you can use it like artistically and symbolically but i think i was manifesting too much like hmm. negative stuff with it <laughs> Yeah, I go through cycles where if I'm just really stressed out at work or with other stuff, like I get in such a negative mindset and I'm like, oh, I hate my life. I hate my, oh, I hate my job. I hate this. And I, and I don't actually hate any of it. Right. I'm just like kind of being like immature a little bit. But then like you don't realize how much those words really affect you. Oops. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the microphone. Yeah. You don't really realize how much those words affect you. Um, yes. And maybe they're almost kind of like spells, like yeah, and it, like freak. And so I started thinking more of it that way, from like a day to day, from a practical standpoint, to like really say like I'm gonna have a good day today, like, and it's really been working. Yes. And then yeah. I like just tricking your mind like that, like to be positive or like to like have more gratitude or empathy for other people. Like it's been helping my road rage <laughs> and I'm like, we are all one. <laughs> like when I get pissed at someone on the road, I'm like, Alex, stop it. We are all one. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, you, you feel like you can kind of play out archetypes. Like you can be the alien or like overlord. You're like, they, they should be smited. <laughs> all these people are just, just ants. Yeah. But it just, yeah, I think in a day-to-day, in my day-to-day, it helps me just, like, be mature and, like, be nicer and, like, <laughs> not right. negative, not be in the darkness, like you said, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, but, like, negativity, I mean, I'm, I'm a stand-up comic, like, so is Jordan, like, so is, like, your brother, Ev, and, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's, like, to me, that sort of is, like, alchemy, too, is just, like, making a joke out of anything negative that happens and just, like, banishing yeah. it by laughing at it or getting other people to laugh at, like, a negative experience. So negativity itself isn't necessarily bad. Like, it's, like, yeah, as long as you can transform it into something. Positive. Yeah, and I think you have to have it to have the good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah people talk about transmutation a lot, like, mm-hmm. in personal alchemy and stuff like that. Do you guys have any thoughts on the transmutation? I'm afraid to mention anything trans. No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't really know a lot about transmutation. Is that from turning one thing into another, either yeah. literal or spiritually? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like what um, Ivan Teller said that I was on this earth to do is like bring darkness to light or something like that. The things yeah. that were dark, bring it to light. But I guess just in your personal life, like what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, taking negative things or like maybe putting them in context well do you think that he also meant like occult kind of like knowledge or things kept in the shadows like yeah. to bring it out there to a more public yeah he was talking about like the egyptian things such as the egyptian mysteries that my being on this earth 
uh, was to lighten the energy a little bit and bring things that had been hidden to light. Um, but I guess hmm. just in your personal life, it's like you take, uh, it's like about, I guess, transforming the different aspects of your life into something that you choose to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know if this is exactly what you were asking about, but I was actually just researching something about alchemy the other day and I was like taking these notes and I heard this something that like really helped me understand it a little bit more because I always was confused about how can it like why are these freaking metals so important like why you know like what's the, was, is it just because back in the day gold was more important and like we wouldn't be talking about it in those terms now like why does it have to be a periodic table but anyway <laughs> I heard it explained in kind of a cool way it was like lead copper and mer- and mercury they said it's like spiritual currency and you go through throughout your whole life even in like the day-to-day like we've been talking about like let's say you encounter someone really nasty at work who's like really being disrespectful to you but you can like take the high road and like turn their energy around and like get them to be nicer actually and like actually shift the energy and like just by the way you handle or, or react to situations like that, it's like you just acquired spiritual lead, or maybe it's you dropped your spiritual lead, I forget. And then it's something about like, that was spiritual lead, then another encounter might be spiritual copper, then like another road rage incident or something could be like spiritual mercury, until all of a sudden, at the end of your life, you've dropped all the this heavy, oh. heavy lead and stuff, and that's when you turn into alchemical gold. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'm starting to kind of understand how all these minerals or whatever they are, like, but I I still don't fully grok why it has to be about minerals. (laughs) I was like, why is it about gold and mercury? But also a lot of the planets are made out of those um, vapors too, right? Like, isn't like Saturn made, I forget, one of them is made out of lead, I think. I think Saturn is lead, but I I could be... And yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure what, which one copper is. Like, I, I, I can't for, remember, but... Yeah, is I think I could be totally wrong. We are not experts, as we say, on this podcast. <laughs> but I could have sworn, like, Saturn might have been made out of lead. And then I thought it was interesting that, like, apparently we carry lead in um, us that we need to shed. Hmm. And then we become weightless. And that's when you can, like, ascend. And apparently there was something written in some... Maybe not the Emerald Tablet, but, like, some kind of alchemical text where it said, like you go through Saturn when you shed yeah. your lead or something. Yes, I don't know. Like and then sorry. I was like, oh my God, that's where I'm going when I die and I drop all my lead. I'm going to like evaporate into Saturn. <laughs> well, gold is, I think, kind of the lightest one, I would assume. You know how you feel gold and it's actually pretty light? It's like kind of soft and malleable. So it kind of makes sense. It's one yeah. of the lightest yeah. metals. Hmm. I mean, my, like, uh, amateur is that it, it is the light of, from the sun. The source That's of what the, I was just thinking, sun. too. Yeah. 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 Um, and Mercury, of course, is, like, for the planet Mercury. Like, um, But, yeah, I, I feel like just being outside, like, in the sun for just, like, 15 minutes a day, I'm just I going know. on my walk. It makes, it makes me feel so much better. And sometimes I- I'll just, like, breathe in and be, like, I'm breathing in the light from the central sun, and it just helps, like, 
my aura like change i am a total sun worshiper and i forgot i like lost my ways over the past few years because of covid because like my pool was closed during covid years and then i just like lost interest because i forgot how good it is but the past couple weeks i've been laying out at the pool just to get sun and it like has changed my whole mental mood like the vitamin d and everything i was taking vitamin d pills over the winter because i was so fucking crazy all the time (laughs) and the sun just really makes me good as new i love it yeah they talk about sun gazing like it's good to get some direct sunlight in your eyes yes that's what trump did (laughs) he stayed in the sun like for 15 minutes straight i'm just like oh my god when we had that when we had all that smoke here the other day from the canadian wildfires oh shit it kind of like blocked the sun a little bit so like but it looked so orangey red and really cool through the smoke so i could kind of stare at the sun and i felt like i was allowed to But I don't think I was supposed to. <laughs> but it, like, didn't... I, I was doing it. They said that in the warning. They were like, don't breathe the air, but do look at the sun. Because <laughs> the smoke was kind of covering it. It wasn't hurting my eyes. And I was like, this is cool. I'm staring at the sun. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you could get, like, those glasses you use for um, an eclipse to be able to look oh, at the sun. Whoa. Yeah. I'll have to try that. But I don't know. I don't, maybe it's only meant for eclipse sun, not, like, the regular sun. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't try it. Don't try that without research. <laughs> I had my kids outside on, like, the worst, like, air quality day. Like, I didn't realize that we were, like, in the kiddie pool, like, all day long. Like, whoops. That's awesome. With the air and dirty burning isn't, you know, yeah. not great anyway. <laughs> Probably people in California are just living like this all the time with all their fires. Yeah. <laughs> They're fine. That's why they can't smoke cigarettes out there. <laughs> They're already inhaling wildfires every day. Not to sound, like, too, like, Alex Jonesy or, like, conspiratorial, but, like, do you think that, like, all of this, like, wildfire horrible shit going to california is like vengeance for like the pedophile elite like circles and stuff or the sex rings happening or just like all the like horrible shit happening in hollywood do you think it's just like divine vengeance or do you think it's just like yeah oh (laughs) divine vengeance like oh god you're saying it's god it's it's, let's blame it on grok (laughs) (laughs) or are you saying it's like people starting fires to yeah, like, which I'm, could also be God, right? Because <laughs> those people are God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, have you guys seen stuff about? Uh, I don't know if it's divine vengeance. So I'll put a, <laughs> put a pin in that. Um, but have you guys seen stuff about the California wildfires where they would say like the house, the house totally burned down. They were just like smoldering in place, but like the trees next to the houses weren't burned at all. So people were saying that it was some kind of like <gasps> laser beam, just like light. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Is it sad? The part of me is just like, fuck yeah, the aliens are like, <laughs> well, <laughs> or, yeah. or the fake people in the trees. But <laughs> yeah, it could be. But I don't know if like I, I was thinking more so in the vein of like, is it kind of like some shadowy force, mm. like just you know the next news thing they want to throw at us? Like here's just a, an obstacle for humanity or something to right, put things in right. a certain way. Hmm. yeah like yeah. i know that's the thing like that you have to like filter through your own lenses like watching the news and stuff like my aunt will just sit and watch the news like all day long and it's never anything like positive mm-hmm. yeah like... <laughs> it's programming man <laughs> <laughs> they call it programming yeah literally like, i know literally words are fucking spells <laughs> yeah so have you guys had any um synchronicities or experiences this week i feel like we always have some to update each other on yes. Do you, have you had any sam 
I mean, just th- this is, yeah. I don't yeah, really like right guys. now, what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys warm in here or are you comfortable? Um, I'm always a sweaty mess, though. Me too. Like, I'm yeah. always, I really run hot. I'm always yeah. warm. So it's totally up to but you. But I don't want to turn the AC on if it'll mess up with the audio. What do you think, Jay? Uh, <laughs> I've never called you Jay before. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to try it. <laughs> That's cool. I think you might have called me Jay before. Oh, no problem. Maybe it was just in a dream. <laughs> Oh, you probably did dream it and signal it to yeah. me. <laughs> um, it could be fine. Like if you guys need need or want the AC, I'm sure we, I'm sure the Grok listeners will understand. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like they're just in here with us. Eddie's making so much goddamn noise again. <laughs> would, the, would opening the window work? Like, you think it's cool enough outside? Yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, that might be nice. It's a cool 68 degrees. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to have you on, Sam. Um, we yeah. we were just a, I, I was just a guest on your podcast. I made it last this past Saturday, yeah, which yeah. was cool. And then we we were on live from the studio also. Yeah, so we're kind of like like merging our. Uh, oh my god! Cool. Yes, it's like Marvel. We're like on a campaign right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're doing the circuit. <laughs> oh, oh, tell me about this Grok podcast. <laughs> oh yes, Jimmy. Um, uh, we're really happy to talk about it. <laughs> and then yeah, um, but uh. So yeah, it's um, it's always kind of meta. I I, I kind of liked listening to local podcasts, even though it's a little bit cheating, like that people that I know would mention me, but just kind of like a fourth wall kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun. And it's just awesome because it's like I, for a long time, was like a loser with like no friends and stuff. So to just be like hearing just like a podcast and just like feeling that was like my connection to people was listening to comedians podcasts before I ever did stand up. Oh. So to know, to know like, hey, hey friends are podcasts too. I'm past, like, it's, it's just cool. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's alchemy. It's, yeah. I know. Transforming your life. <laughs> it is cool that we all have like these common interests. Yeah, you know? that's uncommon. Like, yeah, yeah, not common yeah. <laughs> for the regular American citizen. But. Yeah, it's nice to just get it, get it out there, and like, not have to be like, oh, it's we're a conspiracy podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like I like that I don't have to be just in one vein. Like, where I like those producers on YouTube and stuff like that. All the different people who have their niches. Um, but it's nice to like kind of blend things and not not feel so weird about it or something. yeah just right like, we're like multi-dimensional beings yeah <laughs> and um like that's like a like you do like a lot of different things like with like art with music with comedy like all of it like and with your spiritual beliefs now like there's a way that you could just like be yourself and like make it work like yeah, it, it felt like a pretty natural thing. Like I said, I, I felt like I was getting a, a message or it just clicked in my mind. I was like, we had been meaning to hang out like for the first time in, in a while. And How long um, had it been since you guys like saw each other? Like 2020 maybe? Yeah. Yeah, so. that's weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah, late 2020. Yeah, it was like middle of pandemic. I don't yeah. think we ever saw each other socially after that, but we kept in touch a little bit. Just mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. um so yeah, we had been meaning to just hang out and shoot the shit, and then you were saying like you were thinking about your creative stuff. You wanted to do something, and this might not be like like you still might want to do other artistic stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you've done a podcast before, I've, yeah. You know, explain the backstory, but it, yeah. it felt like a very natural thing. Like yeah. this is just something yeah. I want to do, and it's just like it's just let's just 
you know, set up the microphones and then let us roll. It's just like our natural, what we want to talk about, I guess. Yeah. But still like figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get the Voyage down the Amazon episodes. Maybe I'll do that today while you're here. I'll get my old computer out. I used to be on this other podcast called Voyage down the Amazon Mm -hmm. where we read funny Amazon product or funny Amazon comments, like yeah. reviews, like reviews. product reviews. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah you, you did pretty deep dives. Like, I feel like they were very unique. Some of them were just unique for like it being a funny review, but sometimes you'd be like, let's look at this other, this pe- person's other reviews and it'll be a whole story. Like, yeah, to itself. try to figure out this person and who yeah. they really are based on all the different products they've written reviews <laughs> on. <laughs> It was so funny. There was yeah. like an affair or something, right? Didn't you? There was, a, yes. Oh my God. There was <laughs> a lot of crazy stories. Like he was buying stuff for his girlfriend because the wife was on the account and she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It was clear yeah, that she had never gotten like that, that product that he had reviewed. That yeah. <laughs> and there was that mom that got her son who's in college in a dorm a big maternity pillow like those long like body pillows and she said it was like the video game video game like den like all these like college guys wrapped around a maternity pillow just very colorful people on amazon and and they they tell you way too much they tell you more information than you need they're always listing their weight and like what they look like and stuff. <laughs> like telling you all this info you don't need. <laughs> like it's an online dating profile. Yeah. I love Amazon. <laughs> um, so what was your experience this week? The license plate, Jordan? Yeah, that was one, one thing I noticed. I was just pulled up in a parking lot or something like that. Or no, it was, I think I was driving. But it was either man seven 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 or like seven 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 man. I just thought that was interesting. It kind of feels yeah. like like the Vitruvian man kind of thing, just like <laughs> archetypical like man seven seven seven. Yeah. Like what is the man thing? And you know. What the hell is seven seven seven? Well, you know, like lucky seven, lucky number seven, oh. like a slot machine. Oh, I stuff. like that. It's like a very Ooh. godly yeah. number. Yeah, I like that interpretation oh. of that. Yeah. Was I telling you that like seven, man, man is God? Yeah, something about that. Like, obviously, that was a very, like, positive, I think, um, like, uh, talisman for that person. So yeah. It just got me thinking, man, 777, God and man, or something like that. Uh-huh. I thought they were like, 777, man. Like, oh. that's the winning lottery ticket. <laughs> 777. <laughs> but it might be some, not the lottery, but, like, something else. Yeah. Is 7, like, the number of immortality, or... Oh my I god! Could be wrong, or it's be. Like, I, I know they're like seven chakras to some of their points or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it's three in a row, that makes me think of those angel numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven, 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 angel number. I'm just looking it up now. Um. The angel number seven, seven, seven is connected to the individual self. Um, I don't know what this is all about. Unlike others, which are more focused on relationships, such as 222, the angel number 777 is about taking time to focus on yourself and to be alone. Huh. Hmm. What, do you, what if that could be some kind of message? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Wow. I did have um, like a couple just like thoughts that I wanted to share on the podcast that I've yeah. come up with and written down. So yes. I'll just do that Can now. I tell you just one more thing yeah. that you might want to think about? Mm-hmm. 777 could be that um you need to open your heart and let love in (laughs) i'll let you know if i find anything else out um i was thinking 
uh, well, there's, there's a cool Carl Jung quote. He said, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the figures of darkness known. Wow. Mm. Wow. So he talks a lot about the shadow, like of yourself, the problems that you're dealing with. Sometimes it's like something you're not conscious of. And so once you become conscious of it, you can move on from it or something, I guess, transmute it. Oh my God. That's what they do in Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) You have to like recognize it first. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, that is a very alchemical, like the 12 steps, like the number 12 is significant. There's a reason why they all follow the same shit. Sorry, what's your next thing? <laughs> so I was thinking, this is just a thought I had, and this yeah. might not be original, but um, maybe our angst and discomfort comes from comes not from the fact that we can't have what we want or manifest what we want, but that we don't know what we really want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could, could be manifesting. So like, is the shadow of like, like material yearning or like desire is that like a shadow in of, it, of, of itself like that like it's not necessarily like a negative thing or it's just like i, I don't know hmm. I'm, I'm grokking it but i'm not yeah. like <laughs> it's the <laughs> process of it. grokking yeah. <laughs> well, as i've heard the shadow explained is like it yes it could be dark parts of yourself as in like you know darker like more negative parts but i like thinking of it how they explain it like it's the the stuff that you're not aware of so it could be Mm -hmm. those dark parts but it's like the stuff that you might try to suppress and you're like oh you're judging other people for doing that stuff but really it's that's they say it's like something that is part of yourself that you don't like but Mm -hmm. you're you don't want to recognize it Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah the shadow is usually that self that you aren't aware of consciously but then Hmm. it it can manifest issues in your life um, if you don't recognize those things and then you can kind of analyze maybe where where like what's causing those things to manifest um but yeah i think they say the shadow if you don't address it it will manifest in ways in your life oh that's interesting it's like the part of yourself that you try to hide or yeah or you don't want to be a part of yourself so you don't want to be aware of it yeah wow Huh, but it'll manifest in other ways in your life, maybe. Yeah, it could. Like, like you're always forced to confront, like, your own yes. shadow. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe maybe if you have an issue or something like that, maybe you'll have that problem. Like, how you'll hear about people who, like, the problem's always the other person in their life. They're like, oh, this person was an asshole. This person was an asshole. But then yes. you, you realize that, obviously, the problem is within them. Yes. Sometimes I have to think about that about myself when I'm complaining oh, about... <laughs> I complain about people at like work or something and then I'll be up late in bed late at night and be like oh my god like am I making a big deal out of all of this like am I dramatic <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be dramatic like it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that is really helpful to really think about yourself yeah I do it all the time I always hit a wall where I like I realize it I'm like oh shit maybe that was me yeah it's always good to have a little bit of self inquiry or something yeah right right because it always like leads you back to like you said before like the shadow that you think is within is actually just like a projection onto somebody else but it's really coming from inside of you but then everything is one like mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yeah like i i'm constantly in my head about thinking like whether or not like people are against me or hate me but it's like it's a self-loathing kind of like narcissism like, yes but, yeah i actually saw something also related to this where it was like 
someone was like, it changed my life when I realized that everybody that I interact with is actually just a reflection of me because they're giving back. That's tarot, yeah. Yeah, like they're giving back what I'm giving to them. So if ever I'm like in a bad mood at work or something and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to go into this meeting or something. But then I'm like, wait, like if I go, if I'm, if I have a bad mood, then they're going to be like mean to me back. So I have to like give them like positivity and then you always get it back. I don't know. I just, I really grokked that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That like other people are just a reflection of us. Yeah. And maybe it's because we are all one (laughs) and it's like we're just like interacting but not realizing that we're just like ping-ponging off each other or something i don't know (laughs) does that make any sense yeah like how do you um protect like your energy when you're not like in the mood to be like a cheerful person or (sighs) or like like how do you feel like it's not siphoning off of i don't know it is very draining isn't it to have to like consciously change your mood or whatever did it's I, very uh, tiring. I th- I saw a post and I thought about um, sending it to you, but I don't I don't think I did. Um, but it was like maybe the solution to um, to like exhaustion isn't more more rest, but like something like doing things that give you hmm. excitement or passion or something like that. Like to recharge your battery or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've actually noticed that a lot for myself this week. It's just like I instinctually, when I, I want to go into the darkness, I just want to like bundle up in a bunch of blankets and just like hide from the world. But mm-hmm. if I'm just like out in the sun, if I'm just like walking around, if I just extend that nervous energy, then it just like I feel better instead of just like taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like like there is energy in this world, and it seems like like what you were talking about like this calling upon energy from the central sun or whatever yeah kind of seems like maybe there's like a deeper source of energy but like the sun is like the outlet of that energy here in our world yeah it seems like that to me because everything grows from it yeah all life kind of comes from that sun but i don't i don't know if that sun is really the only source of energy in the whole thing so Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense to me that there's maybe a grander source of energy but that sun is like a symbol of it in our world. Yes, yeah, hmm. yeah. Like that's how like orig- the original zodiac came about. Like the horoscopes from like Egypt is just. It wasn't necessarily about the planetary energy. It was just about like now the sun is in Gemini. It's represented by like the Gemini type of archetypal god. Now hmm. it's in Virgo. Now it's represented by the Virgo god. And now it's in Aquarius. Like different. Hmm. Yeah, energies coming through the sun. But it wasn't really about the planet. I, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love the sun. <laughs> I do. I wish my skin did. I just have like this ruddy, like Irish, like fishwife kind of like complexion, and I'm just like. <laughs> I have. I'm like pretty. I need to figure out how to tan. I'm really Irish, also, and um, I have to wear a lot of sunscreen, and I get tan very gradually. Yeah. It's all about. I have to be very patient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. I don't get results for like a couple months into the summer, probably. <laughs> then I'm like, oh shit, am I tan? <laughs> You're alchemizing your tan. I love like. getting tan. Oh, I'm getting kind of golden, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that. Oh, my God. I'm going to be thinking like that when I'm at the pool now. You're, you're transforming the sulfur of your skin into yes. the, the gold. <laughs> Wait, that's the other thing that I forgot to mention that when I was reading about the, like, spiritual currency, about, like, every interaction that you have, you're acquiring spiritual mercury or whatever. Um they were also saying that like 
every experience is made of two things real and metal yeah I just have you ever heard sound. that that's fucking awesome that does sound really fucking awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever heard something like that they said every experience that you have like every encounter with someone or every experience has like the real like tangible I guess hmm. and then the metal which I guess is like the spiritual metal Oh, Eddie, Eddie does not like helicopters or planes. He, like, he will stop what he's doing and just stare at them if he's outside. Aww. I know, isn't that kind of cool? Maybe yeah. he thinks it's like a bird that's going to get him or something. <laughs> Animals are really so grounding, like especially for spirituality. Like. I know. Wait, can I tell you about this book? Mm-hmm. Or wait, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Did you have another thought or headline? No, um, we... Well, we already talked about the alien news on Sam's part, uh, Sam's podcast, oh, but yes. we could we could talk about that a little yeah. bit. I was thinking if we have time tonight, yeah. you guys, because I feel like we've go- gone for a little bit. I know. If you right? want to cut it off at a certain point for the main episode and then do a second episode for the Patreon, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's so. awesome. We yeah. just keep talking. Yeah, just I split could it in yeah. half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! Or, I'm yeah. just gonna go to the bathroom. <gasps> Eddie, really oh my good. god! Yeah, sorry. yeah, this can be our <laughs> intermission. <laughs> this can be our intermission. Now, a brief word from our sponsors. <laughs> um, what was the other? Um, but yeah, what do you think about that idea that every experience that you have has like a spiritual metal to it? Like even this conversation that we're having could be like spiritual mercury or something. I don't know why, but... So there's a spiritual component to like to every experience, or I guess there's a metal, a spiritual metal associated with every experience or something. Maybe your aura is like a metal. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard of that, but I I like that. Are you saying there's like a literal to something, and then like a spiritual side of it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't know why everything has to be about metal though, and these little. Um, chemicals. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I've heard of, like, stuff of, like, the purification. And he's, like, he's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him the mic for now. <laughs> <laughs> Good photo op. Oh, my God. It looks like Eddie's on the podcast. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cute. <laughs> Oh my god, that was the cutest thing ever. It looks like Eddie's talking on the podcast next to Jordan. Good content. But did you have any other deeper understanding of like what the metals represent? So like different levels of purity or something? Um, I know. I, I haven't gotten very far into this piece of research, but that sometimes I scratch the surface and I need to like take a break because it's so dense, you know? Eddie's having fun. He loves it when company comes over. So how long do we just record? I'm not sure. Oh, let me see. Um, it says 46. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like time really flies by. Time really <laughs> flies by. Wait, did you have any more um, of Jordan's thoughts? That could be a new segment, Jordan's thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I'll check. Just different thoughts you had this week, different (laughs) different concepts. Yeah. Um, 
because I have to get into a couple really long stories, but I'm going to try to keep them very short. Oh, no, no, please. I talk way too long. No, no. If I don't practice. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to be rehearsed when I talk to you guys. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, at work, I could just go on and on and on and on. No, that's, like, a gift that, um, like, again, I don't mean it just constantly thinking about archetypes, but, like... No, I love how you talk. (laughs) But people with, you know, mercurial kind of energy are just... Like, it's the planet of communication, so... Hmm. Yeah. See, I like when you talk like that to me, because then it makes me think, like, yeah, nothing wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my... I can't help that. My mercurial energy is doing that. (laughs) Well, yeah, like, I'm not trying to, like, sound like... But it's just this thought came to me the other day during meditation. just, like, the 12 houses are merely just the gateway to the temple of light within yourself. But you always have power Hmm. to manifest your own destiny, but you can look at these things as, like, guides or, like, a blueprint cool (laughs) i was telling someone at work recently about how like i just hate to follow processes i know that sounds terrible but i just like to figure out every project on its own and like every project ends up being different it's like any piece of art that you make it's like gonna be different and the steps are gonna be different and the process will be different um but some people are just so like want to be like this is the process don't do it any other way you know yeah yeah but i remember you told me the last time we hung out you were like that's very gemini of you that's very gemini (laughs) that like that you're like a mess at at work and like but but i still get the work done really well i just like do a different twisty path every time (laughs) i never follow the same process because it doesn't make sense to i don't think you can't spell message without mess (laughs) <laughs> but I was telling someone at work that I was like, that's actually very normal <laughs> because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the great thing about astrology too, is that you can make it like, yeah. <laughs> Should we call it like Jordan's corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan's thoughts. Um, I'm thinking this could turn into a content idea on the Instagram. Mm-hmm like a series Jordan's thoughts and then we put them in like a graphic form oh yeah 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 that's awesome I think there was like an SNL sketch like that in the 90s it was like really Tandy's thoughts or something (laughs) Jack Handy it was like brief thoughts like a with Jack Handy oh yeah they were always doing stuff like that and then all that kind of copied that too Hmm. with a couple other skits (laughs) just like random thoughts that when Keenan was in the bathtub and then when Laurie Beth was just like reading the random thoughts, <laughs> you know, God, I haven't thought about that show in forever. I, I love that. Show I know. Probably. I loved it. <laughs> there was a cool piece of art that I saw. Um, I can pull it up by Ramin Nazer. Um, oh, I love him now. Yeah. <laughs> now that you told me about him. Um, have you ever seen his stuff? No. He's really cool. Yeah. Um, but he's he's in this kind of spiritual vein, but just really like simplified ideas in a one-panel comic usually. Yeah. Um, but it was something about like, it was like if you beat yourself up, then other people have to come build build you back up. But if you grow yourself, then you'll have enough energy to give to give to others. Oh wow! Like to help others. Yeah. People. I thought that was cool, and then um, I had a thought that was. Um, well, like, uh, stress about cars is, is one brief thought. Like, I've had stress about cars, but I also want to think, I was thinking maybe I can look at it like it's a ve- it's literally a vehicle for me, kind of like your body is a vehicle for your soul, I guess. Mm. Um, but thinking it's like maybe I would like to think everything will work out. Like, I don't need to be so stressed about it, even though I am, like, if something yeah. will go wrong. Um, but maybe... I'll I'll still be living my life. It's not going to be the end of my life. 
if if something happens it's like things will work out and so looking at it more like a vehicle like that vehicle will come through or maybe some other thing will work out for that but like Mm -hmm. if i stay focused on my story it's like i don't need to feel like it's a life and death thing at least for me it's like maybe something will just work out magically um you know or maybe it's not worth like the the stress that i'm putting into it that's like the my the story of my life every week at work i like get so overwhelmed and stressed but i always tell myself it always works out like you always figure it out and i always feel like whenever i get down to the wire or like on a deadline or something i always end up having an epiphany and just figuring it out and i'm like oh shit that's right like do you feel that way that like you just always figure stuff out like i can't remember really like i don't want to say i've never failed like i'm sure i have before but like for most i mean i'm not performing heart surgery so i'm not like doing anything life or death like it just always works out yeah you know that's do you the feel that way that you have to like take and then things will kind of manifest like everything is everything. yeah like and i say this as a piece of shit who like sleeps <laughs> in like one or two every day and like eats garbage food and stuff i mean it's, it's a constant process but yeah everything is energy and everything will always work out you just have to remember like yeah i keep forgetting to remember that (laughs) i'm all talk on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah um sorry (laughs) no that was that was a good discussion yeah like then and that's the thing is is if it's like work or something and if it's like your your livelihood if it's like monetary type of things usually that like Mm -hmm. that's like an extra stress or pressure like things outside of yourself yeah yeah i felt that way um whenever i would start have to do a poster or design or something i would feel really it daunting i have to have this final product yeah. that's going to be this great thing yeah. but eventually doing it doing it enough like i i have the faith basically like of yeah. like i will have that epiphany or whatever it needs to happen yeah like, so like it will work out and it seems crazy at this point for me to have a no ideas to some great perfect idea um but yeah i did i just like had i had the faith that i had that within myself yeah well you know in this book that i've been reading at the pool the past few days the alchemist which have you ever read it jordan no it's it's a really famous book um i think it only just came out in like oh it came out in 88 the year i was born that's why i remember (laughs) that it just came out in 88 so it's not like old old but like but it's like a classic it like became an instant classic because it's just the the I don't want to say typical, but like it really is like the hero's journey or the fool's journey or whatever. It follows that same like system or structure and pacing and everything. And as humans, we just really love reading that story. I think for some reason it just, just, so I think that's why it just became an instant classic. I've done like research about it online and, but Jimmy actually recommended that book to me. One time we had like a drunken talk outside of my apartment building because he lives across the street so we're like walking home from a bar and we were talking for like probably an hour and a half out front at like three or four in the morning and just (laughs) like yeah and talking about all this like god shit and i just like i don't know like shouting about it in the parking lot about (laughs) alchemy and he was like i want you to buy the alchemist right now and so i bought it on amazon right there and that was like last summer so i'm finally getting around to reading it but um I'm only halfway through, but I freaking love it. Like, it's a fictional story, but it's just, like, a really good-ass story. Like, it's just good. Mm. But um, it's, like, an adventure, a journey, like, um, but it's all these allegories. Um, Is it about Nicholas?
blissful now? Is or or no? Did they just um, think of like a character like like Kim unless or? I think I did just meet the alchemist, like the actual character that you know it's referring to. But I they haven't revealed if it's Nicholas oh, Flamel yet. But yeah. it might be. I wonder yeah. if it is. Yeah, because he was in Harry Potter too. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and this they... book reminds me of Harry Potter, honestly. Yeah. Oh shit, the J.K. Rowling. Well, again, like Harry Potter is alchemy. Like, right. Like, I know. Like... <laughs> That's why when I was in like middle school when I first started reading it and like only the first three books were out for Harry Potter, she always was doing interviews saying there will be seven books like she had it so yeah. planned oh, I out and yeah. I and as a kid I was like why is she so certain that it has to be seven books like why is she so certain and like why it was like she had it all mapped out and it had to be a certain way with a certain amount of numbers and like I was like whatever I guess that she has a good ass story up her sleeve <laughs> <laughs> but then I found out that she was literally just following all that same huh. shit that the Freemasons follow and everyone follows. Yeah. She's like, I know that this will be a successful series if I follow these rules. Right, she was literally an alchemist like herself. Yeah. But anyway, this yeah. book really does remind me of like Harry Potter vibes because it's about like a young boy, like a teenager, maybe 18 or something, and he's like on this journey and whatever. But as I'm reading it, I was just like tearing through it. And I'm usually a really slow reader, but like I was just like in a trance, like fixated reading it. And everything was like, I was grokking so much like universal knowledge by reading this like, stuff that just starts to make sense. You know, you're like, oh, wait, this sounds familiar. Or like, I get this so much because it's so like inside me already, I guess. Yeah. But they talk about how like there's a universal language, um, like those moments when even if someone doesn't speak the same language as you, if like something crazy happens in front of you, you look at each other and you both know, Eddie, what's wrong? He's speaking universal language <laughs> he is I, it made me think of eddie actually i was like i feel like i've always been a dog person because like i am just really good at communicating non-verbally with animals and like we really have our own language eddie and me like we really do and actually in the book um he's a shepherd and he has like a bunch of sheep and him and the sheep have a universal language that he knows their schedule but then he's like or do they know my schedule or vice versa like um do you, do you that was interesting some, like, yeah would you flip to like a random page or one that you've already read and just like read like a random sentence or like because that's okay. like sometimes it's like bibliomancy with like a book it's like a message that really like, i just yeah. did it <laughs> is it okay to just start at like the first paragraph yeah yeah just like okay i just opened up to a random page in the alchemist it says before the boy could reply a butterfly appeared and fluttered between him and the old man he remembered something his grandfather had once told him that butterflies were a good omen oh like God. crickets and like grasshoppers like lizards and four-leaf clovers that's right said the old man able to read the boy's thoughts just as your grandfather taught you these are good omens wow sorry like not to make it like just but thank, thank you like that's like I always think about my ex-mother-in-law who passed away because butterflies were like symbolic of her. Oh my so it's God. like the fact that you did That's that. That's amazing. And, yeah, like she passed kind of around this time last year. And oh I, my yeah, God. So That's crazy. They, yeah, that's like again, like you can like look at any symbolic thing and kind of like associate with something. Associate but, but, something. But, but, but it gave me like like peace to a like, positive hear. feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll just read stuff in this story that like it's kind of things that sound familiar like of course you grow up hearing about four leaf clovers or good luck or whatever or like but it so this book talks about oh yeah so he learned about a universal language he learned about um looking for omens in your everyday life and i think of omens i used to think of omens as like a negative thing only like we were talking earlier black dogs or like there are other like famous omen symbols that i just always thought they were always negative but in the context of this book um 
it's just any synchronicity or coincidence they're calling it an omen or just like you know something visual or auditory or a pattern or something yeah um so i thought that was kind of cool and i and i keep seeing like like the fucking chairs <laughs> yeah yeah you've been seeing so, much see- chair, so many chairs lately. i've been Since seeing so many chairs about. lately and i think it's that has to be an omen for something not an omen that i'm it's about time to chill <laughs> sit down in a chair and relax <laughs> i think that because oh, in the book it says you need to learn to follow omens and then try to interpret what they mean yeah um which is kind of like tarot. It's like your or like anything that you, the association thing, like you said, like it's just an, a mental exercise to make yourself think introspectively, maybe yeah. just by these patterns or external things. But it's just making you realize stuff that you probably already know in your subconscious, maybe. Yeah. Or something exactly. like that. Like when you say like, oh, when I listen to other people, like they teach me things. I think it's really just reawakening an ancient innate wisdom that you have within. And that's when you like rock it. It <laughs> starts to feel familiar in a weird way. Yeah. And then what else did they say that I really liked in this book? Oh, um, they said dreams are God's language and only you can interpret what the dream really means. Like, cause in the book, I think he goes to like a woman who's a dream interpreter or whatever, but they say like, yeah, you know, psychics and experts can try to help you interpret your dream symbols. But like the only person who can really know the truth of what it meant is you who had the dream and you have to just learn to interpret God's language. That's what they called it in the book. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like if this is not, if you don't like it out there, but like I smoke like weed regularly. So like, I do not remember my dreams. Like I've heard that that's a symptom of using marijuana. And I recently, like I didn't smoke pot in over 10 years. Like I did in like college and high school and stuff. But then I just like kind of was over it. But then now that it's like medically legal, I started kind of experimenting with it again, just as like, yeah, just like, hey, it's like a glass of wine after work or so, exactly. you know, at the end of the day. Um, but I've noticed, among other things that I noticed, I was getting mentally slower again from it. And I was like, shit, I need to like tone back a little bit. But the dream thing, I've noticed I'm remembering less dreams, and that I, that sucks. I like I love remembering my dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like, but why do you think that that is? Like, why? I know. <laughs> well, I, I personally, my first instinct is that, like, I saw a documentary about that went went into weed and potatoes and something else that have kind of like grown up with humanity for for a long time. They were talking mm-hmm. about how weed is help. They they thought the experts were help that it was helpful because you can only remember so many faces and stuff like that. So like so, something about forgetting is actually like a positive thing sometimes. Oh, like oh, kind of yeah. clearing space. Uh-huh. So. For me, I feel like in general, even when you're conscious and high, it kind of blocks out certain things and you can maybe focus on something hmm. or, you know, you might get distracted focusing on something. But, you know, whether it's in a healthy or an unhealthy way, I feel like it kind of puts blinders on. Uh, um, so for me, it helps me kind of be able to meditate or like stop worrying about stuff. Sometimes you might worry too much about stuff, yeah. but it kind of limits your thing. So I could... I could think maybe with dreams, like for me, I was just kind of okay with not dreaming that much because people talk about it being kind of overwhelming, experiencing it. So I was thinking, mm. okay, well, my subconscious is still dreaming, so I'll get the some bits and pieces here. But I was like, oh, I'm I'm getting the messages. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I just don't need to worry about that for my story right now. 
Yeah, like it, it is. It's crazy to think about how we really do go somewhere else, though. And it's like you have, like, as someone who's fucked around a lot with like amphetamines, um, and kept myself awake for like days at a time. Sometimes it's oh. like, um, it's when you don't sleep, it like makes you literally like psychotic. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I know, sleep is so a mystery to me. Yeah, yeah it's so cr- it's so weird that that we sleep. When I when I remember it, I'm like, ooh, why? That's like really weird. <laughs> that's like, oh, what's wrong, Eddie? That's like ugly that we sleep <laughs> every night. Um, but so this book, The Alchemist, that I do need to finish. I'm only halfway through it. Um, well, maybe because all this stuff was like fresh on my mind because I've been reading this book all weekend. Um, I saw my cousin Andy, and we were at like a family dinner thing. And then I forget what's the matter, Eddie. Maybe he's not used to that curtain blowing in the wind. Um, we saw three omens. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> in the context of this book, like we saw three things in a row. But again, this could just be like us looking for it. But we saw in the sky all these clouds, and there was like a perfect circle in the clouds, and like the sun rays were coming through. It looked like God, like coming. But it was like a weirdly perfect Whoa. circle. And Andy was like, look at that. That's really cool. And I was like, whoa, that is awesome. (laughs) Then I was with him like the next day or something. And he was like, hey, look at those trees over there. And it was like a perfect circle. It was like a really, really really thick forest or whatever. And there was like almost a perfect circle in the trees. And he was like, it's like a portal. And I'm like, that's like those clouds we just saw the other night. (laughs) And that was weird. Like two days in a within 24 hours. And then, um, like the next day or something like that, I f- was walking Eddie and I took a picture of him, but I didn't really realize it till later, but in the chain link fence right behind Eddie, there's like this perfect circle in the <laughs> fence. Yeah. And I was like, this little trickster That's universe, awesome. I was like this little freaking, and I sent yeah. it to my cousin Andy and I was like, dude, I just saw a third portal. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> and like and he was like he was like go through it lol <laughs> um oh, sorry. Stop, sorry oh, oh no, he's is he okay yeah, sorry yeah, I love animals. he just loves to get involved he yeah. wants attention but um i don't know isn't that kind of funny like i know that could be a little bit of a stretch but it was just odd that like eddie um so yeah we saw those three um portals no problem (laughs) no big deal oh and then andy um gave me uranium glass have you ever heard of uranium glass no um okay oh i don't have a a black light but uh, it's also called vaseline glass sometimes and like apparently i i'm probably gonna get this wrong maybe in like the 70s or 80s they made a lot of like stuff out of it did we already cover this in the podcast no we haven't talked about it. oh we haven't okay um, and it was just a popular material to make like ashtrays or like a vase or like just anything like that for the home. But then they found out that it might be radioactive, what? <laughs> but they're not sure, but they think it's like totally probably safe, but they just stopped making products with this Vaseline glass. Cause if you shine a black light on it, it gets crazy, like neon green. I don't oh. have a black light though, but, um, anyway, my cousin Andy and his girlfriend, they collect um, vases and butter dishes and um, just 
anything that would be in the home that could ashtrays like bowls all made out of this green material green glass it's like a green clear, clear glass and they have like a thing in their corner of their living room and it's just all their collection i sent you a picture of it right jordan yeah I'm sure Andy wouldn't mind if we posted it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had seen, before that, I had seen the these two people that I work for um, in who live in Mount Vernon. In their apartment upstairs, they had a whole shelf of that uranium glass stuff with a black wow. light installed. So I guess it has uranium mixed into it, but it may or may not be radio, radioactive. What is uranium? It's an I element. Uh, I they, like, don't they even mine know. It out in the, the American Southwest, I think it was used in, like, atomic bombs and stuff (gasps) that's what first alerted the aliens to us when we set off the atomic bomb that was when they first thought oh no these humans there's like enriched uranium that's what i heard or something or maybe that's plutonium i don't know so this is my cousin andy's collection see how it's just like random like bowls plates just like homeware stuff home goods yeah, stuff but there's like a beauty in that too and, and it's, it's cool that it's all the matching collection and they don't make this yeah. stuff anymore and it's super cool yeah I saw and that. then <laughs> and then if i swipe to the other picture um you can see with the black oh, light see what it looks like with the I black light that. i'll have to post That's it on our instagram because awesome. it now i'm like into uranium glass and mm-hmm. now i want to get wait uranium mm-hmm. <laughs> with an m right <laughs> Yeah, uranium glass. I think you get that from a sex shop or something. <laughs> What's that? Or, What's like, uranium? Uh, it's just a uh, butt plug joke. I don't know. Sorry. Uranium? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Is that a term that I... Because it's like you're saying plug? from Uranus. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uranium. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> I thought there was like a real butt plug called Uranian. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> the Grokness podcast will... <laughs> you just watch it. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, this is awesome, though. Isn't that neat? Yeah. So, yeah, I have a little marble of uranium glass that he gave me. Wow. Yeah, they made stuff for, like, the I World's Fair have. and stuff like that. Little special, like, editions of things. Ivan Teller's been, like, channeling stuff from the World's Fair, like, lately. But, like, really? I don't know, like, what exactly hmm. it was, like, all about. Did it have something to do with Tesla? Or he yeah. Was, like, there? Yeah, there's been a lot of Tesla shit happening, too, lately in the yeah, consciousness. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah they were like they would show the latest technologies and stuff mm-hmm. but it also seems like kind of like um kind of education for everybody like what <laughs> what history was and like <laughs> presenting people's culture and stuff mm-hmm. so it seems like a kind of indoctrination kind of thing oh yeah. eddie loves being part of this conversation Aww. look here's my <laughs> little marble with the black light on it Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that cool? It looks like you're radiating like power. Like, I know. Your hand. <laughs> like, yes. Um, and it's it looks blue in that light. Like yeah, yeah, that's you're right. colors associated with Archangel Michael, but the electric uh, blue fire. Wait, really? Um, yeah. It has to be electric blue though. <laughs> that's supposedly just yeah, this one angelic meditation, um, and uh, Raphael is is green, and it looks kind of like the. What does it mean if, like, my color is blue? Because I always say my color is blue. And also, I really, really like that blue shirt you're wearing. You look really <laughs> yeah. good in that color. Yeah, yeah, it suits you. <laughs> but, yeah, blue looks... That blue looks really good on you. And I just feel like blue looks so fucking good on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think just because I have blue eyes, like, it probably just yeah. all works somehow. But, like, certain colors do not look good on me. 
but now I just only buy blue pretty much. Right, right. So what does that mean? Am I Archangel Michael? Hell yes. <laughs> um, and it's also the color of the throat chakra, I believe. So oh, again, really? like not to make it about Mercury, but it's just like um that's like the plan of communication, of expressing oneself. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So and you were saying Alex is Gemini and I'm Virgo and be- between us that's two parts of Mercury. Yes. Yeah, and also like the, the magician, but um, and and literally like her Hermes, her medicism. And, yeah. Um, I know that there's like Hermes Trismegistus, and yeah. like sometimes he's associated with like Merlin or um, like wizards of the past, arcane knowledge, but also with the god Mercury himself. But Mercury is also Raphael. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. So how do you say it again? If I'm Gemini and you're Virgo, you said mercury is in between or wait what is it again like um you're both represented by the planet mercury oh got it that's yeah. the connection yeah or that's the crossover it's like, yeah it's like um two like sides of the same coin or just like split personality or just like in my one deck uh, my astro deck which is funny because when i was listening to your podcast i pulled like the gemini virgo card and it says like the mercurial professors on it oh um, my god that's cool <laughs> yeah, yeah we should make a shirt that says the mercurial professors <laughs> yes oh my god i should draw a little artwork of that yeah. yes i gotta start bad. writing this shit down <laughs> yes and i'm um, like in what like uh, george is saying about like your guys like past life like connection possibly is something like scientists on atlantis or something like that's yes very on the moon yeah oh, on the moon yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't, <laughs> don't get me started on the moon <laughs> Wait, can I tell you one last really weird synchronicity from this weekend? I feel like I was having a lot this weekend, but probably because I just read this book, yeah. <laughs> The Alchemist. So I was noticing the omens more, maybe. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you if you lose interest in it after a while, then you'll just go through life not noticing the patterns. But if you're noticing them, I feel like you really can make sense out of it sometimes. Or you're autistic, like me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, so my friend Kelsey, she was watching... Um, some movie over the weekend called One Hour Photo starring Robin Williams. Oh, shit. <laughs> Have I've you ever seen, seen it? That, but I've always wanted to. Yeah. I've never seen it either. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I was like at the pool reading The Alchemist <laughs> and I was texting Kelsey about some of these concepts that I was grokking and I was like, oh my God, like you would love this book. Like it's so, and Kelsey's not religious at all. So I was like, it does kind of take it it does talk about God in like a little bit of a religious way, but like, it's not, it's just kind of, if you want to call it the universe, they talk about God in that context. You know what I mean? Sorry, I'm wrestling Eddie. This is, this is totally normal. This is how we have fun. Um, I like when he gets nasty and he's like, (laughs) but, um, okay. So I was texting her just like, Oh my, cause she is like, she has like prophetic dreams and stuff and she has a freaky photographic memory. Like, if she meets you once and remembers your birthday or learns your birthday, she'll remember it for the rest of her life. She knows everyone's birthday. (laughs) It's like a weird photographic thing with numbers with her. And yeah, I don't know. She's just like has powers and stuff. We should have her on the podcast. But, um, anyway, so Kelsey, I was telling her about this book, the alchemist. I'm like, you would love this. Um, and I'm like, it's all about like noticing the omens and the patterns and like the coincidences or synchronicities. And she was like, oh, my God, I just watched One Hour Photo starring Robin Williams. And in the, there's a scene where someone says to him, oh, I'm reading that same book as you. And he says, it's all about noticing the coincidences. What? And it was right after her and I were just talking about this. That scene happened in the movie. <laughs> and she was like, that was so weird. And then um, I was like, oh, that's weird that you bring up Robin Williams, because I just saw a TikTok last night where 
a time traveler said <laughs> that <laughs> this month in June, a famous celebrity is going to come back to life and tell us how they did it. What the fuck? And all the comments were guessing Robin Williams was going to come back to life this June and tell us how he did it. So I told Kelsey this, and she was like, oh my fucking God, Alex, you're like blowing my mind, because last night I was telling Dalton, that's her husband, she was like, I was just telling Dalton last night, if I could have any celebrity come back to life, it would be Robin Williams. And she said that to him last night. So we just had all these weird, like, synchronous, like, weird telepathy things where we're like sending each other signals mental signals without knowing it do you believe that when, yes, you, when especially when it's someone who's very close to you so like we know each other's thought process like yeah, i was beautiful. thinking about her and stuff and then we both but because we were thinking about each other we landed on this mundane topic of robin williams but like there's but just it's not mundane, there's like no yeah. denying it that that was like a ping pong over the weekend that like this kept happening back and forth with our brains like that's how it felt you know yeah I mean, they, they say that that's how, like, people used to communicate, possibly, like, in Atlantean times or, or different things. It was through telepathy. Are um, you serious? So, you know, and, and then just, yeah, just being, like, friends and stuff and just knowing, like, one another. Like, you can uh, get on the same frequency. <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt. And then I was like, stop, what the heck? I was like, we are really connected. And then I was like, I'm giggling, oh, my God. <laughs> and then she said, I swear to God, my mouth is open. This whole conversation is spooky. <laughs> Like, and then she's the one that said, it's our full moons. We're very connected. We were both born on a full moon. Whoa. <laughs> but not on the same day or year, but we both were born on a full moon. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with What's anything. What's her sign? Let me open up CoStar. Oh, she's a Cancer, I think. Oh, I'm like, shit. honestly, really Cancer's bad at... Yeah. I'm like, so bad at... I should be better <laughs> at, like, astrology. Oh, no, no. Like, yeah, I, I love to, like, think the CoStar thing is it's fun sometimes. Yeah, do, do you have CoStar? Yeah, I have to put it on my um my newer like phone. Um, yeah, you get down. Okay, <laughs> Kelsey is a Cancer sun sign, an Aquarius moon, yes. and a Leo rising. Oh shit! Yes, yeah, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my we. I think like yeah, I do. You love her. her. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know, I love her too. Like yeah, um, the Cancer like like is for her to be born like on a full moon is like a cancer that's like really like mystical are you serious yeah <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna tell her that yeah <laughs> and then i'm a gemini sun a sagittarius moon and then aries rising Ooh, yeah like sagittarius moon um is like that this is like a good time for you because jupiter is in Leo. yeah sorry really? <laughs> i don't mean i don't mean <laughs> no keep going what's gonna happen <laughs> um like uh, my my son uh, my oldest son is a sagittarius moon too and it's like a natural kind of like really? comedian kind of like energy so the fact that like your kind of like shadow or like inner self is like the comedian of comedians is, mm. is like a good thing <laughs> and i i never really did stand up comedy like my brother and jordan and all of you guys oh, but no, maybe but, like, i always maybe i always it. wanted to but i was always in the shadow <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no i'm such a copycat my brother had a podcast so then i had to have a podcast <laughs> no, no, it's it's not again it's like spreading i know yeah a message. <laughs> yeah no i'm totally joking and what was your um, rising again? You said or... Aries, which oh, is embarrassing. Yeah. I thought Aries are no good. I'm an Aries <laughs> moon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, well, I'm a Gemini. Everyone says that we're the crazy one anyway. Yeah, yeah. Most of my exes are Gemini, so I agree. <laughs> Aries rising. So what does Aries rising mean? Um, well, um, it's kind of funny that... Um, like Aries is tends to be seen as kind of like, and I'm saying this is like an Aries moon, like as a, like a selfish sign, but they're actually sort of like selfless because like they're the first sign in the zodiac and 
they're the ones to kind of like leap in to like protect the flock and to be sort of like a good shepherd hmm. um, but they seem like they're sort of like attention you know see or, or like competitive or something but they're actually like putting themselves uh, walking through the fire for other people oh, oh my god yeah like yeah a, like um what'd you call that like there's a boat or something that breaks the, like a wave breaker or something I don't know. yeah yeah i love that. <laughs> that that's awesome yeah and like in the zodiac like the the year really starts in like airy season and like they're their first sign then like that was like back in like the pagan times that was when a lot of like the the burning ceremonies were like the sorry i know it's so scary no just, i love hearing like, all this yeah or like spring um but yeah and Dang. like it's you were talking about like he was like a shepherd of like the flock and a lot yeah. of people see like aries is kind of like oh a wolf in like sheep's clothing type of thing but they actually are like shepherds like good good shepherds oh <laughs> my god uh, what is rising does that mean like what you're going to become later in your life or something a rising is how like your ego or your mask like presents itself basically your outer persona hmm. to the rest of the world and that was like the, the brightest star in the sky or uh, planet when when you were born hmm. so what how does that compare to sun and moon uh your sun is basically like your greater destiny um, oh. or your life's purpose oh. um the moon is like your shadow self within um and then like they said like the rising is kind of like how your per outer persona is oh okay yeah um but I, a lot of people say like oh don't just pay attention to the sun but i mean i, I think that like your sun sign is still the most important oh really <laughs> i'm are you on my co-star jordan i don't know if we got connected oh yes yeah yes. you're a virgo sun a leo moon is it okay that i'm saying this, <laughs> <laughs> is, this <laughs> is this private <laughs> okay. um, i gave you my consent yeah <laughs> leo moon and you're a scorpio rising Oh my God. What does that all mean for <laughs> yeah, him? Yeah, like, um, yeah, Scorpio rising is like very like mysterious kind of um, energy. Um, and some mm. people, like, yeah, like you do be mysterious as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so rising is what is that? Like you, come, what you present? Yeah, like you may come across with like more. You like do come across or, mysterious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Scorpio gets like a bad reputation sometimes, but they're like the deepest side of like water, like superficiality does not bode like well with them and they can like see into you on a, like a deeper level and that can be like intimidating or scary for certain people that haven't. Oh. They can't see deeper to a deeper level. Yeah, people. people with like Scorpio placements. Mm. Like, yeah, like they can like see like right through you and that can scare some people. Hmm. Um, but it can also be like a very like trusting or quality and like a very good quality for like someone to confine in or um like oh thank you i always thought scorpios had the reputation of being kind of like cranky <laughs> yeah my mom's <laughs> yeah she's like double scorpio she's scorpio moon scorpio sun it's like a yeah. <laughs> but i actually have a lot of score because <laughs> wait is september scorpio <clears throat> or november i always mix these up uh, October. Oh, November. October. <laughs> October. <coughs> oh. I mean, it's funny because um, a lot of people think Scorpio is ruled by um, my scorpion, but they're actually ruled by the eagle who can uh, descend into the underworld to bring the waters of life. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Well, then, goddamn, I don't know if I... Wait, is November a Scorpio? 
Um, November is also Sagittarius, I think. Or, oh, for real? I think so, yeah. I'm so bad at this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> did, you, did you want to do any reading on the main podcast? <clears throat> like a tarot thing or anything like that? Oh, sure, if you guys want to. Like. Yeah. Um, I was just looking up. Wait, hold on a second. What was I do? Oh, Scorpio. <laughs> I always say, like, Scorpio months. Yeah, I have yeah. to look it up every time what these are. I'm interested. Oh, yeah, Scorpio is October 23rd to November 21st. Because my yeah. dad is um, early November birthday, and he's a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's not, like, cranky or mean, but, like, he's just more reserved and kind of opinionated i guess yeah yeah but it's not bad but i could see how people might take it the wrong way you know right right. stern i guess but he's not stern he's like a total jokester he's funny you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. but i could see him coming across stern if you don't really know him right you know yeah like and especially for people who are like air signs like i'm aquarius like you're gemini um it's like a, a air playful is kind gemini of like, air yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like a, it's like a playful kind of quality that's like <laughs> may seem like too fickle for like a water sign type of energy at least that's kind of like the constant battle between my mother and i is that like <laughs> oh is scorpio water yeah yeah <laughs> and aquarius is obviously water because i had a boss oh yeah it's, it's air i know it's, it's but yeah we're like the most like bizarre sign because like we're an air sign but we're like water bearers but <laughs> oh yeah duh evaporation <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't believe they're still teaching that in school but they won't teach oh never mind <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, I had a boss once who was, like, very serious, and she was an Aquarius, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I think she liked my airy, crazy side. But, like, we balanced each other out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she was also funny, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aquarius is still, like, ruled in part by, like, Saturn energy, too, which is, like, very, Hmm. like, taskmaster kind of. Hmm. But um, it's the constant battle between the Saturn side and the Uranus side. <laughs> I can't believe all this shit's true. Oh, no, it's not. If it's people like... really start looking into it, there's just no denying it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I know. I, I feel that, like, I feel that way, but then sometimes it's, like, when you hear about things, yeah, like, um, you're like, is it, or, or, or do I just think that, but... Like, are we just making the associations or something or the connections or something? Yeah, but I think, but I think Carl Jung even wrote about something that people who believe in like astrology or horoscopes, like have outcomes or something like compared to just having like faith. I know. I know. Part of it, I think is faith, but then like there are certain. (laughs) (laughs) Is it recording now? Oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, it's recording. So we had a grok <laughs> <laughs> The recorder, like, totally grokked recording. <laughs> and so we had to, like, get an extension cord and, like, plug it in and everything like that. So now we're back. But we're not really sure how much we lost. But we were just kind of messing around with the tarot deck. <laughs> And we were talking about how we're involved in chaos magic tonight. <laughs> yeah, we had pulled a couple cards for Alex. He got a Knight of Wands and a Ace of Cups. Yeah. Both singular things. Which I feel like it's a good spread. Wands yeah. and cups. Those are both good things in my book. Yeah. Actually, I have a lot of cups, but I do not have a lot of wands. <laughs> so maybe that's what I need to start buying more of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alex was talking about all his bowls or 
cups of various forms. <laughs> yeah, I I've bought all these new a selenite bowl, another kind of a moonstone bowl, uh herm what's that bloody bowl? Oh yeah, it's um feldspar. Oh, feldspar. It was um actually made from giant's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, according to Mud Fossil University, um, which I was going to say, because like related to the metals, because you were saying like purifying yourself or whatever, like turning yourself into these metals. Yeah. Um, he says that like the metals that we like iron, iron ore and copper and all that stuff. He does say that it came from living organisms that died at some point and then they turn into the, just those like rocks and metals and stuff that oh, came from shit. some giant. Oh my god. So that's the copper stage of alchemy, York? Well, I guess that those, like, those metals make up us. It's like, they're part of us, and I don't know. Oh, and that's why iron, there's so much iron in a giant's blood. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what iron is on the periodic table, is giant's blood. I'm like anemic. Like, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I'd have, like, some giant's blood. Oh my god, you need some giant's blood. Um... Oh shit, I had something else about this giant thing I was going on a tangent about. But it'll come back to me. Hey, are you going to pull a card for yourself? Sure. Yeah, I got it pretty <laughs> shuffled here. I'll go cut the deck. Sorry, am I like holding on to this for too long? Like, I don't no. want to be like, serious. You can hold on to it, I don't care. <laughs> Sam's got the Lemurian crystal. Oh yeah, she was checking out the Lemurian quartz crystal where you can channel the ancient knowledge of Lemurians and Atlanteans. <laughs> I got it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's got striations in it yeah that's how you can tell it's a lemurian it has the horizontal striations in it yeah it's got the the feminine energy of lemuria the okay. land of the giant women <laughs> <laughs> so i got a justice reverse card hmm. so my interpretation of that is um it's about making a decision what's right and wrong balance there's a scale there's a sword and scale justice um so maybe reversed would be like um something to do with that something's out of balance with justice and need to get it back into balance some something like that our justice system is flawed And you're gonna you're gonna be the one to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm I'm ready to fix it. Fix justice. <laughs> you could be like a clerk for a judge at the Towson courthouse. Yeah. I think they let anybody in. <laughs> no, I think you have to go to law school. <laughs> oh, I thought you just have to get a tie or something. Bow tie. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else we wanted to get? Yeah. To? What else? <laughs> Any other topics or? We <laughs> hey, how about we hear a little bit about your podcast, Sam? Um, uh, I do a podcast called Info Warlocks, and um, it's sort of supposed to be a parody of like the Alex Jones podcast because I I do believe like I, Alex Jones is still one of the funniest people to me. Like, and also I do believe he is. Never mind. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of like that. Um, what do you think he is? I mean, I kind of think Alex Jones is like a messenger. Oh my god. 
Yeah, um, he has said some pretty wild stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, the way that his brain works is just, like, he's just, like, where he describes where he has been, like, literally by, like, the streams of consciousness themselves that just, like, stood there. And, like, he's just in, like, a flow state when he's, like, on his, like, rants or something. And uh, hmm. I just, like, again, I just love the character of, like, Alex Jones, too. And, yeah. You know, um, going back to the hills that we were talking about before, one time when Spencer and Heidi were all it was when they were kind of canceled not famous anymore they were in like Mexico or something I think they lived there for like almost a year or something just to like hide away what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean (laughs) the tarot deck slipped off the table and like half the deck fell very slowly and I just want Sam to tell us what that means my balance has been pretty off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that card was about, the justice. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean anything that these or is it too many to tell? Cuz you told me when I dropped one card earlier that that could mean something. Yeah, um in my brain I feel like I'm grokking it, but um I'll read yeah. those later. I'll go we'll read them it. later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so Spencer and Heidi were on like some beach in Mexico or something and they like laid out or I think Spencer just did it by himself. He like laid out a crystal grid in the sand on the beach. Mm. And right when he finished putting the last one down, um, all of a sudden like lightning struck and thunder clapped <laughs> and like a storm moved in. And he was like, what the fuck? And the whole hotel lost all power and stuff. And he was like, holy shit, did I just do that? And then he turned around and then Alex Jones was just standing there on the beach. Whoa. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? I guess they had met, they had met before. <laughs> but he was like, that just was not right that he just like appeared out of nowhere. And like, it's like seeing someone in like another country that you just like wouldn't expect because you didn't know you were there at the same time kind of thing. Oh. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of an interesting, That's weird story that was very painted a picture of like a lot of chaotic like sequence of events but i believe that he could have caused a thunderstorm well yeah you know (laughs) yeah anyway sorry i just got us off track oh you're talking about your podcast info warlocks yeah so how do you have a new episode every week or what's the cadence uh the cadence is (laughs) whenever you get around to it yeah yeah um you know it's yeah, I like, it, but I I would love to like be doing like the podcast like on a more like regular basis and stuff. But, I feel like know. I see your content a lot. Yeah, and you have yeah. the vid- you use the video content too, which looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I know like I like to do like more audio and stuff and get more, but yeah, I think it's like important to see like especially like the not to make it about the but, like the diversity and stuff and different kinds of like people and sometimes to get like a visual to see like hey you're not hearing like a mystical revelation from like a beautiful looking person or like a typically glamorous looking person it's from like an everyday average like person and sometimes that's more like tangible um and also like with um like having like black comedians from like baltimore and like having like christians conservatives liberals Mm -hmm. i'm trying to have like more like women on them and stuff but too and all kinds of people's like yeah Every yep. perspective, like Matthias says, yeah. <laughs> like Matthias is always saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the funny thing is, I'm helping Sam get the get her podcast up on the regular podcast yeah. platforms. Oh yeah, and it's so weird. Like it's like I uploaded the first two of them the regular way I normally would, and multiple things went wrong. Like the <laughs> the album artwork has a little white line at the top of it hmm. that's not in the in the 
artwork file, at all. It's yeah. totally fine. But for some reason, that's on the like uh, what uploaded to the website. Whoa. Even though I I checked it and stuff. Second thing, uh, there's this message that that this is really weird. Sam wrote it at some point on the YouTube. It's not in the description of the first episode of the YouTube. I don't know where it's from. I never read it before. But <laughs> I. I put in the, the exact description copy from YouTube into the first episode, mm-hmm. but on Spotify right now, it has this message that Sam had written about, like, you know, please don't judge me in this way. It's like, I don't mean anything by these, like, ideas, because she was talking about how she's kind of breaking away from, like, other people that she had been connected to. She felt like people were kind of judging her, would would take things in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it was a message about that. But maybe it's kind of like cosmically, divinely, like that that message is supposed to go out there or something. Because I did not type it. I did not put it in anything. But that's on Spotify right now. That message written by Sam and then the regular description that Jimmy wrote in the YouTube description. Oh, my God. And then third. And you don't remember writing it? I remember writing about that like somewhere else though but not on spotify right 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 yeah that's so weird oh wow it was from facebook you said i think so yeah like facebook and like this is like back when i was like a different kind of friend circle and stuff and i was more friends with like non-comedian types yeah also like i've done a lot of drugs and shit so my memory's really bad (laughs) (laughs) but i just thought that was crazy that's two things right there that didn't make sense it's almost like divine intervention or something it's like yeah out of my control is it like is it like meant to like not go up well it's like the first episode is up the second episode with uh dark mark is not up there like i uploaded that perfectly fine for some reason it's not showing up on spotify right now Uh, so i gotta just redo it or whatever but Mm -hmm. or call them if i need to but hmm. yeah, for some reason the second episode is not going up. It just felt like multiple things that should be totally fine are yeah. just kind of going haywire. Oh, maybe um, it's because we joked a lot about like pedophilia type of stuff in the, in the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's like trying to like protect our. Oh my god, the AI is like hearing way too many terms that are like red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it could either be a divine thing. It's like these these people are meant to hear this message at this certain time, some kind of like orchestration, or maybe it's like, it's like people kind of, you know, your message is so powerful that certain people are trying to interfere with it. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Either of those is like cool. (laughs) Yeah. It says this podcast and my sense of humor are definitely not for everyone, but because my humor comes with zero ill intentions to harm anyone, I feel like I'm not punching down when I'm already in the underworld. Please do not watch if you are easily offended. No one is forcing you to watch and, and stand up is just my way of performing the dark arts. Blessed be. No, that's get so creepy. Get out of that underworld. Get that's out of that so underworld. Yeah, get yeah. up. We, I have to get rid of that. Up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and start oh. shouting up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that is very dark. Like I don't know why I I can't. I don't even remember writing that. That's fucking crazy. Like it says, I, I need no, to publish this fun. on other platforms. But finally, releasing the first episode of my Whoa. podcast on YouTube. But anyway, none of that stuff was in the actual YouTube currently, as it was where where I copied it from. And when That's I weird. checked the text that I put on the website, <laughs> like I just put like a few sentences of text, and it wasn't any of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's really bizarre, and I want that. Like, can we do a banishing thing? <laughs> I know. I felt like I was banishing you. I was like, up oh, now. Nah, yeah, up. no, that's, that's great. Like, sometimes, like, that's all you need. It's like, yeah, it, like that's kind of what I feel like Raphael does for me. Like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, this is like crazy, and yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's okay that I read that message, because I know you, you said you didn't want that to be associated with it now, because you feel more okay with it. Like, you don't really care about those right. certain people. Exactly, and, and I no longer want to be punching down to the underworld anymore. It's like, I want to be, like, punching, like, like up, like, <laughs> towards that, too. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that to my attention, though, because that was kind of like some dark stuff to be putting out there i just picked up those cards so i don't think they meant anything (laughs) i didn't get like a jolt of anything when i picked them up (laughs) that happens with these sometimes right (laughs) well yeah check out um info warlocks yeah. podcast yeah this is a, this is like one of my favorite things to listen to so it's just like thank you guys I'm oh my like, god you're so nice it's like yeah. seriously yeah i feel like i'm just starting to get the hang of it so i can't believe it's that good <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no thank you for being so nice and for coming on and like i i really mean it like i always learn when i talk to you it seems like like you just oh, say no, things in really cool ways yeah. yeah like so do you guys like it's yeah well, this is fun. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, Anything yeah. else, Jay? <laughs> I don't know if that got cut out of the last recording when I started calling you Jay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, went through Alex's three omens, so that's I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those three big holes that I've been seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a good podcast. Be sure to... If you don't mind, if you feel so inclined, rate us and review us on uh, the, the uh, Spotify and, yes. and podcast app on, on uh, Apple, because, you know, people always say this, but you r- rating it will bump it up so that more people will find that thing. So it really does make a difference when you, mm. like, do stuff like that or, you know, yeah. tell a friend if, if, if you really like it. Yeah. Um, I, I did have one thought, like, that I was thinking, you know, it's easy to be depressed sometimes thinking about your own story within how mm-hmm. you're experiencing it, experiencing it. One thing I thought of, like, even aside from, say, your personal relationships and obligations, what if just thinking about one little piece of information or whatever message, like, even if it's not the way that you intended it, that gets out to somebody and it makes an impact on people, which I feel like there could be many of those things in this kind of yeah. podcast. It's like, yeah. do it for that, you know, even if not for yourself, live and yeah. be yourself for helping other people yeah. figure stuff out for themselves. That's beautiful. Oh my God. That's what every reality TV star says, that they're like, <laughs> when I put my eating disorder out there, I know that I'm helping so many people with that same, so yeah. I feel honored that you think I'm helping so many people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a yeah. disordered eating too, so I can yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, we're... like, God wants you to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam. At some point, you got to tell us about your mushroom trip. Um, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Really, it's very angelic and like all these archetypal kind of energies that brought you certain messages. Yeah. We need to cover that on the part two when you come back. We yeah. need to hear more in depth about that. Oh, yeah. And I'd love to hear, like, like I've learned, like, a lot from you guys. And I feel like this, I'm just, this is just awesome. <laughs> it sounds like we're starting a church. <laughs> I've learned a lot from you guys tonight in <laughs> our program here. <laughs> well, yeah, this is exactly, like, the spiritual, like, union, yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. It was so fun. 
so yeah grok this pod on instagram social media yeah our gmail i'll always mention it because we want to hear from you guys stories what it, what you're thinking anything any kind of that's that stuff that you feel like you can't share with any other people even if, even your therapist we want to hear that stuff oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> uh, but maybe not like stuff that's a bummer just like cool stuff yeah. yeah and because we aren't a therapist or a priest we have no obligation to report you to the police if you tell us anything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or like a, a mailbox that you can just dump stuff into <laughs> um but yeah i think that's it uh you want to join us in uh at the very end we say grok grok out it's the thing that we end with yes. yeah yeah <laughs> All right, let's grok out, guys. Yep, grok out. Grok out. Grok out. <laughs> thanks, Sam Kelly, for being on the show. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, grok thank out. you. <laughs>